Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, Tailblazers. It's your host, Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. To start, I want to tell you about one of my favorite kids' podcasts out there, Timestorm. Timestorm is an audio drama podcast series about Alexa and Benny Ventura, 12-year-old twins who are given an extraordinary mission, travel through time to preserve Puerto Rico's true history. Find out more at timestormseries.com or listen in on the Kids Listen app. I'd also like to give a special shout out to two tailblazers who call themselves Erin Ryan B and Unicorn and Silly Face Emojis. Thank you for leaving us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I am so glad that you like Girl Tales. We're over here at the Girl Tales factory trying to build a third season for you in the year 2020. But I don't want to start making stories without asking you what you want from Girl Tales first. So I've created a survey over at girltalespodcast.com slash survey. Ask your grown-up for help filling it out. And once it's complete, I'll send you a brand new Girl Tales sticker in the mail that says girls can be their own heroes. I really need your help to make sure that we have the best season possible. And you are the most important part of Girl Tales. That's girltalespodcast.com slash survey. I'll leave the link for you in our show notes. And you can always support Girl Tales by going to patreon.com slash girltales and donating today. And now on to our episode. This is Anansi 
and the Sky Goddess Asaseya by Blue Beckford Burrell, based on the Akan stories about a spider named Anansi. Enjoy! Some may know the whispers of the wind, others the drips and drops of the waterfall, many the words flowing from the edge of a tongue, but the gods, they, we know the magic and power of these sounds growing together, dancing together, moving syllables to form and create a language, a bond, a connection amongst those that understand and speak it, stories. Stories filled with... A story can be the keeper of time, tradition, and home. The key to courage, pride, and ambition. A story is the map to all the places you want to go, see, hear, feel, know. A story... Stop! Stop it! Stop! Nyame, what makes you raise your voice so loud? The earth will rattle with quakes for days. After all, they were performing a wonderfully beautiful beat. Don't go! Continue! Nyame meant no harm. Yes, your goddess, as you wish. No. No? Please, drummers, take your leave. Oh, Asaseya. Why must you persist in bringing up stories whenever I am in a fine and gloriously gracious mood? Well, I would think it were obvious, Unyame, because you are in a fine and gloriously gracious mood. When should I bring it up? During one of your foul, ferocious moods? Everyone in the worlds and between the worlds know you can catch more goat with cassava than with lemons. It doesn't matter, Mahmoud. Fallen ferocious, gloriously gracious, sadly sick, easily elated, or triumphantly timid, the answer will be the same. No stories. Nyame, you are making me quite frustrated. At first I thought surely my husband would see how much I love the earth as it were my child. And as its mother, I can only wish for the best in its upbringing. Eh... Is it your wish to have a child who is undeserving? Spoiled rotten? A child who does not understand it must earn the privilege of knowledge and power, which, by the way, stories will bring. You want mankind and the creatures of earth to have the powers bestowed upon the gods. It is such a small and little itty-bitty bit of power from our immense and magnificently infinite power. We would not miss it at all. Were you not a few minutes ago saying, A story can be the keeper of time, tradition, and hope. The key to courage, pride, and ambition. A story is the map to all the places you want to go. See, here, feel, no. That doesn't sound in the least little itty-bitty at all. It sounds like the beginning or the end for us. Oh, hush now. How can you say such a thing? Stories lead to curiosity, and I do not like curiosity. It is the one thing I hate with all my being. 
It is the one thing that ruins all things that are certain. But Unyame, certainty is the death of all that is new. You know that to be true. I've never heard you speak like this. What's really going on? Why are you so angry? <sighs> you are right, Asaseya. Under my anger, I must confess, I feel a great bit of disappointment and pain. I know how much you love Earth and all its creatures, but I also know it would be foolish just to hand over the stories to the first creature that walked in here asking for them. Then don't. Let's have another contest. No, no more contest. I'm tired of contest. I'm tired of seeing your exquisitely tearful face each time another contestant appears, claiming they shall be the winner, the victor, the champion of stories. Do you remember when Kokofu came? He boasted and bragged how he could complete the challenge with his eyes closed, only to end up injuring himself. Mm-hmm. He still walks with a sugar cane. And when Bekwai, so strong and tall and rippled with muscles, he broke a coconut with his bare hands. Remember how he couldn't remember anything from a moment before? <laughs> I still wonder how he was able to remember he was in a contest. It took him several weeks to get out the palace. I had to lead him out by holding his hand. And don't forget Asumengia. He was the most promising, the most capable. If any were to win the stories, it would have been with him. And he let you down the most. That is not true. Well, it was a great disappointment to me. I will never be saddened by my babies finding and choosing love. Perhaps you should be. That is why they do not have the stories. You should have given the stories to Asumengia. He chose love, and love comes before all things, Unyame. He did not disappoint me. You did. Oh, do not say that. You cannot mean that, Saseya. I mean it, and I want you to fix it. Oh, fine. Because I love you, and love comes first for me too. I will hold another contest. The first creatures to bring me Onene the Paton, or Sebo the Leopard... Motea the fairy, and last but not least, Mboro the hornet will win the stories. I have a desire to broaden my collection of very, very rare, fancy earthly things. And I have no desire to wear myself out with a tiresome trip into the worlds and capture these creatures myself. Besides, I heard they are the most troublesome creatures to gather. You want to capture them? I want to have them. They'll be fine here. Those creatures belong on earth in their homes. You can't have everything your way, wife. If you want them to have the stories, I want my collection. It is a very well-earned reward, I should think. Besides, no one will win, and you will have nothing to worry about. Besides what I was already worried about? Precisely. Oh, I'm leaving. Eh, send the drummers back in. Guards, open the door. If Unyame refuses to take my concern seriously, then I will take the matter into my own hands. He may be my husband, but a wife always knows best. I will deal with this immediately. Gods! Ahem! Gods! Get up, get up! 
Listen, I have an extremely important goddess task at hand that will require my undivided attention, which means I cannot have any distractions whatsoever. None, absolutely no one can be allowed in my study once I am in there. Do you understand? I expect both of you to nod your heads. But, uh... No buts! Even Yame himself asks to be let in. If the whole palace is on fire, you will not open this door. Do you hear me? Yes, your goddess. What are you waiting for? Please open the door. You don't expect me to do it myself? Oh, never mind. Out of my way. Now close it, and I want to hear you lock it. Good. I can't have anyone, especially Unyame, know what I am up to. All my babies will never get to have stories. Hmm. I forget there are so many choices with all of these shells filled with jars of mystical, magical, majestic oils and elixirs of endless possibilities. But now I must think. Let me sit in my thinking chair. It always inspires the most brilliant ideas, though it is very uncomfortable. Oh, being made out of bamboo, pawpaw leaves, it doesn't have enough cushion. Ah, oh, enough complaining. Let me sit and think. it out. I must create a being, a force of nature, a creature that is not only as smart and cunning as me, but small enough to go unseen, so small it can sneak past the guards and go unnoticed. It must have a good spirit and playful nature, but command the attention of anyone who sees it. Such a creature, Unyame will not be able to refuse. I know exactly what I need. Where is my calabash bowl? Ah, there you are. Now for the ingredients. I will need the invisible liquid, stardust, oh, and a cup of cloud fog. Oh, my, my. Certainly a spoonful of sparkling silk cotton, a dash of the Wawa tree, a spoonful of love, and my special secret shimmer silver spindle. Yes, this should take care of everything. Now I must wait. Wait for the form to take and all this misty haze to evaporate and show me my work of art the creature who will win the stories. Let me sit and wait in my waiting chair made of cloud and silk. Oh, this chair is so comfy. I could wait here forever. My arms and legs feel so sticky. Surely there must be a reason I am here. Hello! Well, 
If no one will answer, I will just have to climb out of this bowl and take it from there. I'll jump to the top on the count of three. One, two, three, up! Whoa, it is shaking! Oh no! Oh. Huh? What? Where? Sorry to disturb you. I didn't mean to wake you. Is someone speaking? Uh, are you alright, your goddess? Shall we come in? I'm I'm fine. Leave me be. I, I, I must have had a bad dream. As you wish, your goddess. If you wouldn't mind, I'd greatly appreciate if you could help me down or up. There's that voice again. Where is it coming from? How did my calabash ball end up on the floor? Oh no, it's ruined. No, no, it can't be. There must be something in the bowl. I was in the bowl. My sky and earth. Are you a spider? Why are you hanging from my table in such a manner? How did you get in here? What are you doing in my study, frightening me in such a disturbing fashion and ruining my plans? I don't know how I got into your study, madam, but I found myself in that calabash bowl you are holding, and when I tried to get out, it toppled over, and I was able to catch myself by my web. Except my arms and legs are so sticky that it's difficult to move. A spider? In the bowl? In the bowl, no. No, you're supposed to be a scorpion, not a spider. I am sorry to disappoint you. Mother, you are my mother. Yes. Yes, I am your creator, mother of earth and all its creatures. I am a saseya. Very well. I suppose a spider is just as good as a scorpion. I shall call you Anansi the spider. Anansi, I like it. Thank you, mother. Don't thank me yet. Come now, get in my hand. I will clean off your arms and legs with palm oil and inform you of the task you have ahead of yourself. Task? Yes, come now. I will put you right here on the table. This is palm oil. It will clean you right up. Lift your arm so I may clean it. Good. <laughs> tickles. Now is not the time for laughing. We have very important matters to attend. I have created you to bring stories to earth. What's a story? It is too long and complicated to explain what a story is. Just know stories are necessary and needed for your life to have meaning. If you say it is important, I will believe you. Ouch! My apologies. You are so tiny, I hope you are stronger than you look. A scorpion has so much protection, you on the other hand... I'm sure I'm strong enough to get the stories. What do I need to do? You will first have to confront Nyame and tell him you accept his challenge and would like to enter the contest to win all the stories. Okay, that doesn't sound too hard. Sweet Anansi, that will be the easiest part. What is the contest? You are required to catch and bring Unyame four of the most troublesome creatures on Earth. But with my help, you will surely win the stories. There. You are all clean and sticky free. Oh, thank you. This feels so much better. Should I go to Yame now? Well, I cannot see why not. I won't be able to bring you to him. He must not know I am helping you. 
No problem. Just tell me which way to go and I will confront Yame. You will go out the door, past the guards. They must not see you. Then you will follow the hallway all the way down to the big crystal doors. There, you will see a phoenix holding a book. You must speak with the phoenix to see Unyame. Okay, I am ready. Do you need me to carry you to the door? No, but if you can open it, it would be great. I feel energized with excitement and the possibilities of adventure. I will win stories, whatever they are, and give them to Earth. Fantastic. You may go. Here I go. Uh, did you say something, your goddess? No. Sorry, your goddess. beautiful paintings. What's that bright light based of so many colors? I just need to get a little closer. Right. Who goes there? You can see me? I see all things big and small, boisterous and soundless, visible and invisible. What do you want, spider? <clears throat> I am here to see Yame. Yame the sky god to you. Yes, Yame, the sky god, and I'm here to confront him. Confront? Are you mad? No one confronts Nyame. I would like to accept his challenge. <laughs> you, you, you want to confront Nyame to accept his challenge? Yes, I do not see what can cause you to laugh with so much mirth. But I will win the stories. I, Anansi the Spider, will bring the stories to Earth. <laughs> can I please see Yame? Oh, yes. Yes, you can. He will certainly be entertained. Sir Yame, I present Anansi the Spider to speak with you. Phoenix. How many times must I say, do not interrupt me while I am eating my sweet, delicious yams? My apologies, but I think you will enjoy this. Fine. Hello, Yame the Sky Gods. I am here to confront you. Hey, is someone speaking? What is that shrill, squeaky sound? It is me, Anansi the Spider. I am here to confront you and enter into your contest to win the stories. A spider? <laughs> A tiny little spider girl? <coughs> oh, 
Are you okay, your majesty? <clears throat> I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> what a good joke. Next time, not when I am eating. This is not a joke. I am here to confront you and win the stories. I am very serious. You can't be. You are nothing but a small speck of dust. You could never win these stories. It is my right to enter the contest, and you must tell me what to do. Hmm, this is true. It is your right and your choice to enter the contest. I can only warn you that you will most certainly fail. Others far more impressive than you have tried and failed. But if you think you can bring me or Nene the Python or Sebo the Leopard, Motea the Fairy, and last but not least, Mboro the Hornet, I will have no choice but to give you the stories. Now leave me. I would like to finish my sweet yams in peace. Thank you. I will not fail. I will win the stories. Come, come, come along at the door. Off you go, Anansi the Spider. Don't keep us waiting too long. How rude. I can see why Asasiya needed me. They are so callous and mean. I will go to Asasiya so we can make a plan that will show them how wrong they were to laugh. No! What is wrong with you? Stop asking me foolish questions. Leave me in peace. I'm back. Well, of course you are. I knew you'd get them to alert me to open the door. You are clever like myself. We need a plan. I have to get all these creatures and Yame was so rude and nasty. He laughed at me when I said I would. I have to prove them wrong. You will. We will. Good. What is your plan? Come closer. Nothing must hear what I'm about to say. And there you will. Do you understand? Yes, I do. Good. You are so clever yourself, I will have nothing to worry about. You came up with the solution for the last two all on your own. Now I will be waiting for your return with Unyame so we can both see the look on his face when you prove him wrong and my babies get the stories they deserve. Come, come, go through this window. You have no time to lose. Okay, here I go. Wish me luck. Bye. I know you can do this, Anansi. Some may know the whispers of the wind, others the drips and drops of the waterfall, many the words flowing from the edge of a tongue, but the gods, they 
We know the magic and power of these sounds growing together, dancing together, moving syllables to form and create a language, a bond, a connection amongst those that understand and speak it. Stories, stories filled with... A story can be the keeper of time, tradition, and home, the key to courage, pride, and ambition. A story is the map to all the places you want to go, see, hear, feel, know. A story... How many times do you intend on repeating yourself, wife? As many times as I need. It is as if I have done nothing. Perhaps I should cancel the contest. Then you would have a reason to repeat yourself. You wouldn't dare. I would do anything for a little peace and quiet. And I will do anything to win the stories. What did you say? I said I will stop pestering you. Yes, please just have patience. Besides, no one with real promise and skills have presented themselves. That is when you should become concerned. There is no reason to worry at the moment. Yo, Goddess, Your Excellency, you have a visitor? Who is it? A Nancy. May I send her in? A, a Nancy? Nancy? A Nancy who? A Nancy the spider? The spider? Bring her in. Who is this spider? Why, I have never, ever in all the skies and world heard of Anansi the spider. But what a pretty name. Who is she? She is a very silly spider girl I completely forgot about. She believes she could win the contest. I have won the contest. Ah, who's there? It's me, Mo. Ah, she is right there in front of you, your goddess. Uh, are you all right, Asaseya? Your right eye keeps opening and closing with such force. Are you winking at me? What? Of course not. I was just so startled by... What did you say your name was? Anansi the Spider, and I have won the contest. Oh, did I hear you right? Did you say you've won? <laughs> I forgot how funny you are. Phoenix! Guards! No way, no way. Thank the skies. You have caught them, Anansi. You have caught them all. No, I can't believe this. How in the world and between the worlds did you manage? A tiny little small speck of dust, Spider Girl, managed to catch and bring me the most troublesome creatures on earth. How? You must tell me. It is not wise to judge someone's abilities by their size or gender. You laughed at me. You and your bookkeeper, the Phoenix, laughed when I said I would win the stories. And now you want me to share with you how I did it. I don't know if I should. If you do not, I will not give you the stories. That was not a part of the rules, Unyame. My rules? I can change them if I wish. You cannot. Does your word mean nothing, Nyame? Oh, my word means everything, wife. Then you will keep it. Fine. You are right, Asaseya. My sincere apology, Anansi. I should not have laughed at you when you confronted me. I should have treated you with respect. I hope you can forgive me. You are forgiven. Thank you. Now, 
Phoenix, go into my chamber and bring me my sunbox. As you wish. Because you asked for forgiveness, Yame, the sky god, I will share with you how I came to bring you the most troublesome creatures. It began with understanding that you can catch more goats with cassava than with lemons. My wife has told me that many times. I am small. Using force would have not helped me. And I know everyone who has tried to catch them use strength instead of their brain. If I were going to have a chance, I would need to outsmart them. So, I did what you did. I presented them with a challenge. First, with Onini, the snake. Sneaky spider. I went to where Onini stays. I was told he is an incredibly vain snake. So I said out loud so he could hear, I know they say Onini is the longest thing on earth, but I am sure this palm branch is much, much longer than he is. As soon as I said this, Onini answered, I am the longest that's ever lived. Why don't you stretch out along this branch and prove it? It's hard to tell with you all curled up in your twisty, twiny fashion. You are a fool. I will prove you wrong. Step aside. If I move, who will hold the branch? Fine. If you move it, I will know you are cheating. Nothing is Longer than I or Nini the snake. Come a little closer, will you? I am touching the branch, you fool. Can't you see me? What are you doing? What are you doing? When Onini stretched out along the palm branch, I quickly used my web to tie him upon it, as you see him now. Sneaky spider! Osebo the leopard. Osebo was much easier. I went to his home and I watched him for days to see where he walked. And then, one night, I dug a big hole in the middle of his path. He was completely unaware. What a beautiful night for a hunt. The sky is clear, the moon is full, then the weak will tremble and fall at my feet. I will have a full stomach tonight. Mmm! I can taste it now, the sweet meat. What is this? What is happening? You are Sebo? Of course I am a Sebo. Is there a more ferocious leopard? 
Help me out of here. I have fallen into someone's trap. They say you are too ferocious and so feared you could never be caught. If you continue to mock me, I will kill you, silly spider. Stop your senseless chatter and help me out of this ditch now. You will kill me either way. Besides, it is my trap you have fallen into. I spun my web in the hole and covered it in palm leaves. You walk with such arrogance that you forget to take caution when most would. How dare you? You will pay with your life. <sighs> he walked on his path without a care in the world and fell right in, becoming caught entangled in my web as you see him now. Then came Mobero the Hornet. Mobero does not like to leave his home, I was told. But there is one thing all creatures my size fear on earth. And that is the rain. I took the shell of a coconut and filled it with water. While using a palm leaf to cover my head, I Poured the water atop my head and yelled into Moboro's nest. Oh no! The sky is falling! Rain! Rain! Why, oh why, does the Sky King hate us? He must be displeased with us! Help! Help! The waters will wash away my humble home and swallow me home. I cannot swim. I can help. You? <coughs> you are smaller than my left wing. How can you help? I thought you were humble, Hornet. Humble does not mean blind. Shoo, so I may call for help. Help! Help someone! Help me! There is this coconut, strong and resilient. It has all the makings of a safe place from the rain. But since you don't want my help, Get out of the way! I will take this coconut for myself. Umbolo's safety is far more important than an itsy-bitsy spider. Ze understand? Mobaro, terrified for her life, came out of her nest and into my coconut where she thought it would be safe. I quickly sealed it once she flew inside. <laughs> uh, what a clever spider girl you are, Enansi. And how did you ever manage to get Umotea? With sweet yams, of course. Everyone knows fairies cannot resist eating sweet yams. Everyone knows. I love sweet yams. Oh, yummy, yummy. Did someone say sweet yams? I love some more, please. Anyone who has taken the time to speak to a fairy knows that. I will go wherever there are sweet yams. Nothing is better than sweet yams. Oh, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I will eat it anytime. It is truly my weakness. There, I was minding my own business in the forest of fairies when the cutest, tiniest, loudest spider I have ever heard asked me. Motia. Can I offer you some sweet yams? I have plenty to eat. How could I say no? I took the sweet yams and stayed.
true to my promise. If you promise to follow Anansi the spider, I promise you'll receive all the yams of your sweet fairy dreams. Anansi said you would give me more yams if I followed her, and that was her promise to me. So, you will give her more sweet yams, won't you, Sky King? Well, of course I will. They are my honored guests from now until forever. What a truly fantastic story, Anansi. Story? What's a story? Oh. <gasps> ah. You did all of this without knowing what the stories are? Yes. Give me the sunbox, Phoenix. In this box are stories. All my stories and the stories of the creatures of the earth. What you have just shared with me will be called the first story that began it all. The one of Anansi the Spider and the Sky King Nyame stories. Or Anansi the Spider and the Sky Goddess Asaseya. I don't see what you have to do with it. Nothing at all, husband. But, but, Nyame is right. I had absolutely nothing to do with it at all. You have something in your eye again, Asaseya? No. Are you winking your goddess? Of course not. Nyame, hand Anansi the story so she may go. Here you go, Anansi. Take this. You have my blessing as the keeper of stories for the creatures of Earth. Thank you. No. Thank you, my child. <laughs> A story can be the keeper of time, tradition, and hope. The key to courage, pride, and ambition. A story is the map to all the places you want to go, see, Hear, feel, know. Stories are meant to be told. And that is the story of Anansi the spider and the sky goddess Asaseya. was Anansi and the Sky Goddess Asaseya by Blue Beckford Burrell. Starring Baron Bass, Rama Orleans Lindsay, and Christina Pitter. Produced by Chad Shanai and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham, with theme music by Eli Denby Wood and Amy Geisbers Van Wyk. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And join our Patreon to get all the cool girl tale stuff. Remember, I believe in you.